The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Yo, 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 and welcome back to Creeps and Crimes Podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Morgan. Happy Thursday and happy episode 155. 155. And I know you guys were looking at the title and you're like, that's not what we voted you're for. Like, Actually, they lied to us. They, they are dirty, dirty filthy, little lying little bitches. Liars. <laughs> exactly how I like my martinis. Exactly. You know what? I think I would love a martini tonight. Oh, not me. I would love one. Not Maybe you. Maybe we need one, but definitely you need, need one. one. So me and Morgan live together right now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's we're like, roommates. Yeah, we're roommates again. And it's everybody, week. watch fun. out, all right? Because it's we've got that energy about us. This isn't even on camera, even though I know it's going to be the funniest episode. I know, but we literally couldn't even set up the studio. Guys, we tried to set up the studio, and we were like, no. And then we were <laughs> like, I mean, they're not going to judge us if we're not in our, like, you know, positions that we gave ourselves. <laughs> like, you know, they're not going to be like torn up about it. Imagine the video catches what's behind us, though. Guys, you can't. It's it's a we combination. Record it. You know what? Maybe we should do that. Maybe. On Riverside? Should we record through Riverside? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Pause. Pause. Okay. And we're back. And we're back. Now we're on Riverside. Hey. Hi. What's going on? This is our slumber party. It's giving sleepover vibes. It's giving 204. It's giving 204. There's just one thing missing. That we're not going to look at each other not once. We're going to look at ourselves the entire time. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's not going to end up good. But yeah, this I'm, I'm like cut you off completely. Let me turn it towards you on the no, camera. No, I think it's fine. It's just our chairs are all the way in. There's a whole. And I'm not moving the chair. Yeah. So we're not in our typical, you can like kind of see the pile of shit going down if you're watching on YouTube. In this house, we have two men, <laughs> playing three video cats, games. and two women. They're playing video games. The Wi-Fi is drained. The computer is about to blow. And the computer's about to lose it. It's not doing well. And long story short, we didn't lie to you. We had full intentions of doing the revamp of these old cases. And we will. And we will. Maybe even like for the first two episodes of season four. Who knows? Or we will save them for something. But the situation is, is that this all happened really quickly. Morgan's moving into my house. I'm moving into the new house this week and next week. And Morgan also has a wedding this weekend. In Maryland. In a different site. <laughs> It's really far. Oh, not my hood. Your that hair looks just... really good, though. Morgan got her hair done when she was at home. I did. I just got a couple a couple little highlights in the front just to cover up those grays. The blonde helps rather 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 than rather than <laughs> rather than the root coverage, you know? You know what? Yeah, but I, I love then I, like in look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, that's not a gray. That's just a highlight. That's a highlight. It's fucking white. It's I, white. I like your hair with blonde, blonde in it. Like, even though I like your hair when it is dark, I do like your hair with blonde in it. Yeah. Because not many people can pull that off as well as you can. And I feel like if you have it, you have to do it. I know. But then it just like kind of kills me. A little. My hair is giving me a migraine. You want my clip? No, I don't want anything in my hair. I want to let it down. But y'all are going to be like, what happened to Taylor? Did she get electrocuted? Or sleepover vibes. We look like shit. Yeah, I almost want to go put on my PJs. Anyway, back to what we were saying. I don't want to be like, oh, my God, they make excuses for everything. They fucking suck. No. Well, we do. I mean, we do. But like, like one of our favorite things ever is to make up an excuse. <laughs> we're like, how detailed can we get? Like how, how far into detail <laughs> do we have to get for someone to actually believe this? You know, but like most of the time it really is like a legitimate. Like we're just. Look at my part. 
<laughs> in my head. Life is just crazy. Okay. So that's that's where we're at. And to be fair, I feel like this was long overdue. Like I kind of would love to carry this tradition into every season because we get so many creepy accounts throughout the year. They get lost in the in the trail. And so we're gonna try to like clear them out right now. Right. At least more than what we would, you know? So like right now, the ones that we have picked, they are the ones that were like in between the requested cases. Right. So they got skipped over and then they ended up going down and down and down on the list. And so we were like, okay, we've got to find a way to like include these back. So this is what we're doing. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. It's like a kickoff to spooky season. It's gonna be great. I'm really sorry. It's just just there's so much. I think a lot of people would actually re- are going to really enjoy this. I do, too. Because we want you guys to hear us tell your stories. And right. And want to tell your stories. But there's just not enough time in one creepy kind of month. Right. So I like that it's giving us a break while we're still able to put out our content, mm-hmm. not miss a Thursday. Right. And... And give you good quality because yeah. that's the thing that it was going to end up lacking was like, y'all wanted me to do Israel Keys again. I want to do Israel Keys again, mm-hmm. but I want to do Israel Keys right. the right way. The purpose of us redoing these cases so that we can do them better and yeah. bigger than we did before. Yeah. And mine was Salem Witch Trials. So everyone really wants yep. to do that again. So yeah, we'll that in one. So day. we've got the they'll come up soon. These are good cases that really deserve us taking the time to go back and revisit them. So that's where we are now. In regards to preparations for season four, we're so excited for October 1st. Guys, we have so much you're not prepared not so much content change like last year we did a really big shift in like what we were producing each month what patreon was looking like a lot of that is staying the same we're more excited for us yeah and our journey like this past week like yesterday like Mm -hmm. our journey just did a full dynamic shift we have a manager we have a manager so Hello. So you're looking at two fucking bitches who have a manager. Who have a manager. We're like, you know, kind of big time now, you know. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And also like one of our biggest like priorities with everything that we're getting to with season four is we want to really upgrade the way that we have in the past and everything. And we're doing that. We're changing, you know. You get a new logo, you get a new studio, you get all the fun things because, you know, we And you actually weren't getting a new studio until the move happened. You were not. you're like, well, we're fucking moving. So if we're doing it, we're doing it now. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we'll do the new studio, whatever. And so anyways, like with everything that's happening, there's not much that we want to change on the podcast. It's just like our birthday that we like to celebrate. Yeah, we like to celebrate it. And it's just like a good way to bring it back. And I feel like every year we've like added and we've taken away and we've done other things. Our entire goal goal with season four is to take it back to what it was in season Season one one. and to have the ability and have the time to connect with you guys to get back to your dms not make it to where there are millions and millions and millions of dms that we can't get back to that is what we want to do so we're setting ourselves goals yeah we've got goals we want to come see you guys in person we want to dm you we want to talk with you we want to have videos that you guys can have that are regularly uploaded and not like it has been in the last three years of us just being like maybe maybe not right like Currently, today we're like right now. we don't need it we're like oh we have Riverside it's just we literally th- it's like anytime we don't record a fucking episode it's the funniest shit I know and it's because we get like a, it's it gives Patreon vibes because Patreon's well, not it on camera does. yeah because if the camera's not out I'm literally immediately way more chillax yeah like I'm not feeling Unhinged. like 
Yeah. And I'm not like constantly like shifting and like looking and like, oh my God, do I look ridiculous? Well, don't worry. Do I hate we myself? We both this, look you know? ridiculous right now. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Was that the pizza? I think it's the pizza. The pizza just got here. We ordered pizza tonight. Let me just hit the tracker. Have you guys had Pizza Hut in a while? We just ordered it for the first time in a long time. We were Domino's girlies when we lived. Or no, I guess that was when I was at Corey Trail. What did we eat at? Domino's. Domino's still, yeah. Papa John's sometimes. Papa John's. I love Papa John's. It still says, it, it says it was out for delivery at 6.40. It's been 27 minutes. And now it's saying estimated delivery time, 44 to 54 minutes. But Okay, pizza on the dudes way. out the front door. Okay, guys. Well, our pizza's here. And then we're going to hop back. We're going to go eat because we're starving Marvins. And then we're going to come back on and give you some sp- extra duper super spooky stories spooky story and i hope you don't hate us and you know will someone leave us a good review just to make me feel a little bit better <laughs> if you don't mind you know what we're gonna do what season four stop looking at reviews i know you're not gonna be able to i'm not gonna not i'm sorry I, <laughs> i'm not doing that i'm like you're crazy it, it's like you know how when people are like what do you want your superpower to be and you're like i want to read mine so i can see what people think or say about me this is my superpower you can't take it away I just maybe we could do like once a month. I do that for Reddit. No, you don't. Yeah. Once a month for Reddit. I give my on the day that I collect all of our analytics. No, I stopped doing it. I stopped doing it once a month. Whenever I do could all of our analytics, leave us a big Reddit thread because the one that you look up is horrible. Well, someone be like creeps and crimes Reddit and literally just <laughs> it's awful. Imagine. Just get in there and be like, if you haven't listened to creeps and crimes, let me Please tell you do. why. And just say that and like make it to where it's like if someone wants to come talk shit, they think also, they can. Also, we want to hype up our Reddit thread. So can we do that? Yeah. Hey, also, will y'all talk on that Reddit thread? I know we don't really give you many prompts or like Maybe anything we to should do. try that. <laughs> yeah, we're trying our best, guys. Like when we tell you it's been two idiots with a mic running this shit for the longest. I can't believe we're in season four. Okay. I know. Wild. Not yet, but we, we're we feel like we literally are. two episodes away. Wow. Okay. The boys are getting around the food. We have got to go. Hit them with it. If you're driving, throw that shit on cruise control. If you got a glass, pour that shit up. And let's get creepy. Okay, look, before we get into this, you know the sleepover vibes are pumping. They're going through the roof right well, now. I mean, we're just sleeping over, doing girly <laughs> things, you know, we're getting packing dressed, boxes, doing each other's nails, <laughs> and checking each other's blood pressure. We're actually just checking each other's blood pressure because of the stress that we've dealt with this week. The stress. And what do you do at sleepovers if you're not taking each other's blood pressure? That's right. And we've even been getting the boys' blood pressure. We got to hold them accountable. You know what? you gotta take the boys blood pressures lady we track ours so we had to track theirs so take the stress out of monitoring your blood pressure like us with accurate and easy to get results from Braun exact fit three Braun is a 100 year old brand trusted and built to last it's clinically proven accurate the easy to read extra large display gives a color coded indicator so that you can take control of your health it will display either green yellow orange or red based on the American Heart Association's hyper 
hypertension guidelines. And that is so helpful for a girly like me who has no idea what's a gl- good constantly googling who's constantly how's googling. 110 over 70 exactly <laughs> or me it's you know what that's why i'm never googling i'm just texting, texting you me, yeah. and you know us kidney disease girlies we need a best friend like morgan and google and braun to hold us all accountable it's a trio it's it's honestly morgan the trifecta. Braun, google <laughs> Morgan Braun Google. The new trifecta. The new trifecta. Go to Amazon and search for Braun Exact Fit 3 Blood Pressure Monitor and use code 20CREEPS for 20% off. Go to our favorite place on the earth, aka Amazon, and search for Braun Exact Fit 3 Blood Pressure Monitor and use code 20CREEPS for 20% off. Hey friends, my name's Olivia Perez and I'm an entrepreneur, journalist, and the host of the Friend of a Friend podcast. Every Monday, I meet with some of today's youngest and brightest entrepreneurs to make space to tell their stories and shine a light on who I believe to be the next generation of luminaries. I'll interview up-and-comers and game changers from brand builders to personalities, activists, artists, and thought leaders from around the world. Each episode lets you be a fly on the wall during one of the greatest pep talks, like a conversation between you and a friend or a friend of a friend. See you there. Okay. We're back. We just had some Pizza Hut. We had some Pizza Hut. Bussin, bussin. Proud to report that Pizza Hut still's got it. They still have it. They got I it. I could smack a Pizza Hut buffet, especially the dessert pizza right now with yes. the raspberry. <sighs> Why didn't we get that? Well, because we have the Halloween, have Halloween cookies. Hillsbury cookies. We just have to so make them. We're fine. Yeah, but that'll take two seconds. Okay. All right. That's not the right one. One second. One moment. We were pulling up last week's. Here we are. All right. The first one is from Paige. She, her. Thank you, Paige. It says, hi, Taylor and Morgan. I am Paige, 23-year-old female. She, her. First off, I just wanted to say I started listening to your podcast two weeks ago. And let's just say I'm binging. Binging. Love the trifecta of paranormal crime and conspiracy. Ever since I was a kid, I've been drawn to paranormal activity and it has been drawn to me. As a baby, my older sister spotted my great-grandmother watching my crib one night. Oh. She told my parents to which they said it was a nightmare and that great-grandma was alive. The next morning, my family got a call saying that my great-grandma had actually passed away the day before, just moments before she visited me. Oh, my God. Dark shadows, faces, and figures have always made themselves present to me growing up and as a child. Fast forward to university. The real creepy account. Oh, I'm scared. Myself and my best friend lived in a six-unit apartment building. About a month or so after we had moved into our college apartment off campus, things started happening. When I was alone, doors would rattle in the door jam. Things would go missing or would be moved. We were both petite females and our apartment would go stark cold, even though we had the heat on at 22 to 24 degrees Celsius or for us out here, <laughs> 71 to 75 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's way too high. Thank you for that conversion. Because I would have been like, damn, that shit cold. Yeah, I'm like, well, y'all should have turned the heat on. (laughs) (laughs) Things began escalating, but only when I was alone and my roommate wasn't home. I'd hear bangs, footsteps, going to my bedroom door, etc. My roommate's cat's personality began shifting. That's where we draw the line. She suddenly became scared and paranoid. She was normally super friendly and playful. She'd constantly stare at my bedroom door out into the hallway when she was with me in my room. After this, I sat my roommate down and stated to her what was happening when she wasn't home and that I was starting to become scared. I could feel it draining my energy like it was feeding off my fear. Oh, God. She then stated, 
the same was happening to her when I was gone. Oh. She then showed me a bruise on her thigh that randomly appeared. Four dots, almost like fingerprints. <gasps> Ooh. I hate that. I just have chills all over my body. I even have forehead chills. I hate that. She then noticed some scratches on my upper <gasps> and asked if her cat did that. Her cat did not. We then called her then boyfriend to see what was happening when he was at our apartment alone. He said nothing. This thing was negative and was preying on us females only. We then decided to sage the place, which her then boyfriend slightly fucked up by talking during the ceremony. We still hate him for this. <laughs> Agreed. My friend during the ceremony stated we banish all negative and only accept positive. She did not close the portal to all entities. This is how we got her Nana and ghost dog in our apartment. Her Nana started leaving dimes randomly all over our apartment for my best friend. At night during the winters, we could hear nails, claws on the hardwood floor, then jump up on the bed, then feel it walking on the bed. At first, we both thought this was her cat. Then we opened our eyes to see that nothing was there, but felt the weight of an animal leaning on our legs. Suddenly, the heat in our apartment clicked on and the ghost dog started to pant. Ooh. You could feel it on your body and the bed. I can just see Ollie. You know how he goes, <laughs> shakes his whole body? Shakes his whole ass. Literally, his ghost will come back and I'll wake up and I'll be like, this. you'll get and the then I'll hear <laughs> isolation. I would fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> we now had a ghost dog. We left out a bowl of water for him to which he would come home to find small puddles around the bowl as if the dog had just drank. Oh my God. Holy shit. We sat down with each other again to confirm that the negative spirit was gone. But now we talked about the ghost dog. Yes. Ghost dog made that apartment livable. But due to her ex-boyfriend fucking up our sage ceremony, the negative energy slowly started to come back and almost angrier. We quickly ended our lease at the apartment and moved out at the end of that school year. We decided to move somewhere else for the next year. Since then, I have embraced my spirituality. Spirits come to me and they show me many things. I am now a nurse, so you better believe I have many creepy accounts. Friend. But this was the first main account. I now do tarot and explore my senses to see what spirits are trying to tell me. They have always been drawn to me, but now even more since I've opened myself up. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you read it on your podcast. If you want to hear about some of my nursing creepy accounts, let a gal know. Love you guys and your podcast, Paige. Okay, Paige, give us the nursing creepy account immediately immediately that was such a good creepy account. that was so good okay i can't believe that there was like a full-blown ghost dog no i i actually love that <laughs> i know you do i'm like a really big fan of ghost dog here like i would literally contemplate getting merch that says ghost dog ghost dog ghost dog walk can we please <laughs> chill out okay we just submitted it can we please <laughs> we just submitted it i'm just and technically there is a ghost dog all right. Yeah. It's just not the same. Eventually, Morgan. All right. Eventually. Paige, I'll get that done for you Paige, one day. Paige, listen. I'll make it fucking happen. I'm also like so blown away at the fact that your great grandmother, the moment she passed away, came straight to your crib and looked over you. That's crazy. She knows you're like incredibly powerful. Oh, yeah. She was just popping in. She say, was like, Hi. just so you know, you don't have to see and all I this. I also feel like the ex-boyfriend ex probably for good reason yeah fucking up the whole entire sage ceremony sage ceremony which is just fucking rude rude is so rude so rude i feel like he probably had just like really bad like energy also and yeah. so that spirit was like leaving him alone because he wasn't like 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, the spirit was only preying on, like you said, females, but like good vibes. Yeah. Like trying to tear them down. So people that they could easily feel like they could right not weave through and like right. take energy from but like if you feel fear you exude fear right and so if he's exude. not scared is that even the word i don't know who knows if he's not scared because he doesn't believe in it or whatever and he's right. not experiencing it then there's nothing for them to really take because yeah. it's like walking up to like an empty house and banging on the door right no one's home bitch <laughs> No one's lights home. on but no one's home there's, it's like a common theme with every ex-boyfriend i feel like yeah yeah, for sure. 100%. Thank you so much, Paige. Thank you so much, Paige. And yes, we do want your nursing creepy accounts. Okay, I am so incredibly sorry to interrupt, but I have to let you know that today's sponsor comes from Relatable. This one is for all of our mystery-loving besties out there. Our wannabe detectives. AKA everyone that's listening. If you love juicy mysteries, then you will love Relatable's newest game, Who Killed Mia? You may know them for their famous party games like some of our favorites, What Do You Meme, Let's Get Deep, and New Phone Who Dis? So you know their first time dipping their toes into the mystery world is going to be unlike anything else. When we tell y'all we made the boys play this game with us, it was the perfect sleepover game to keep them occupied. And we had to play on boxes because that's just what you do when you're moving girls. That's just what you do. Who Killed Mia is a murder mystery story for the internet age. And it is centered around this fictional influencer named Mia Starr and her untimely death at the Replay Awards. While playing this game, you will work to solve her case using a mix of physical and immersive digital evidence like hacking into Mia's phone, oh which we know God. all of our besties out there are real good at. You know that the, we're all just in the dirt, as well as live action videos to uncover Mia's killer. The sensational game is now available on the Relatable website, as well as Target, Amazon, and Walmart. And you can follow along on Instagram at RealMiaStar and Who Killed Mia. So we're calling all our creeps and crimes besties. Who Killed Mia is for all of our game lovers and wannabe detectives. Get this game for your next game night and find out who killed the world's favorite influencer and who killed Mia. A new kind of murder mystery game from Relatable, the creators of the hit game, What Do You Mean? And you can get 20% off with our promo code creepsandcrimes at relatable.com slash whokilledmia. That's promo code creepsandcrimes at relatable.com slash whokilledmia. So all of our bestie wannabe detectives, this is your time to shine. The next one we have is from Tyla using she, her pronouns as promised stories about my father communicating in the afterlife. Oh, I remember Tyla. Me too. Hi, ladies. My name is Tyla. And yes, you guys said it right. Thank you. And I am back with some more stories for you. Hello. Welcome back. Hi. So glad to have you back. Thank you so much for reading my story on your imaginary friends part two episode. I was doing my hair in the bathroom as I was listening and I heard my name and immediately stopped. As you continued to read my story, I kept saying no freaking way. I could not believe that you guys read my story. It is such an honor. Aww. Oh my God. It's such an honor to read your story. Yeah. Thank you. So again, thank you. I told my mom and she was fangirling for me. <laughs> that a girl, mama. <laughs> and as promised, I am back with more stories about my dad. For those who didn't hear my first story, which I so love that you did this because I was already about to go back and try to find your original one so I could write out exactly what you said. And then I read this and I was like, oh, 
Love that. Thank you. For those who didn't hear my first story, my dad passed away from stage four melanoma skin cancer at the age of 38. I was just five years old. Before he left this earth, he promised my mom that he would communicate with us when he was gone. And he was right. My dad believed in the afterlife. And I truly believe that is why his energy is so powerful on the other side. One of my first memories I have of him communicating with me was just a short time after his passing. I was in my toy room on the floor and I was crying. I kept saying out loud how lonely I was and how I missed my dad. Oh my God, I just want to hug your little five-year-old self. I know. My closet door had been wide open, exposing all of my toys that I kept in it. As soon as I said that I was lonely, my bucket of Lincoln Logs, please tell me that y'all remember yes. those because they were the shit. They were the shit. <laughs> they were the shit. Toppled over and scattered on the floor beside me. I just stared at them and immediately smiled. Even at my young age, I knew that this was my father communicating with me and letting me know that I wasn't alone. That is so sweet. Another time I remember when I was young, I was really sick with either strep or the flu. I can't quite remember. Every time I was sick, my mom slept in bed with me. In the middle of the night, she got up to get some medicine from the bathroom down the hall. So she kept my door open and turned on the hall light. I rolled over in bed and looked at the hallway. Standing in my doorway was my father. He didn't do anything. He was just standing there. I sat up because I swore I was dreaming. But he stayed, just looking at me, almost admiring me. Then the second I blinked, he was gone. Wow. I kept that story from my mom for years because I didn't even believe it myself. Wow. I have two more quick stories for you. That is incredibly powerful. And what a sweet. He's like, she's down the hallway. I'm going to sit here and watch you make sure nothing happens. Like how? (sighs) Yeah, that's so sweet. sweet. One night when I was a teenager, probably around 15 or 16 years old, my mom and I were in the living room talking about my dad. We were kind of poking fun at him with love, of course, and reminiscing on who he was. He was goofy and silly, and we always talk about it. I might add that in our living room, we have several pictures hanging on the same wall. One of those pictures being a picture of my mom and I when I was a child. Anyways, as we were chatting about dad, that picture that was located in the middle of all the others fell off the wall and onto the floor, missing the other photos on the way down. Mom and I stopped and looked at the picture. I shrugged, got up and put it back where it belonged. I sat back down and we continued our conversation. This happened two more times until finally I said, "Okay, dad, we'll stop talking about you as I have the picture again. After that, it never happened again. He's like, keep my name. Out, out your, your fucking mouth. mouth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, stop telling that story. <laughs> I've heard it enough. <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> that's me. And that that's blood. way too far. That's, that's way enough. too far. Cut it out. Cut it. Cut that's it. it. That's we're done. Okay. My last story is brief. I was playing at my neighbor's house. Her dad and my dad were best friends. And I stayed at their house when my mom and dad were gone for two weeks down in the Carolinas while my dad was getting cancer treatment. We were playing in the backyard when I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. I looked towards the garage and I saw a man peeking around the corner with curly brown hair and tan grandins. I think that's what it is, shirt on. This was the construction company that my dad worked for. When I fully looked over, he tucked his head and he was gone. It was not her dad as he had shorter, straighter black hair. I truly believe it was my dad just keeping an eye on us. I hope this wasn't too long. Feel free to leave out some of the stories if I'm rambling. You're not rambling. I love when you guys ride on and on and on. Me too. These are just the four that came to mind. I have so many that I could talk all day about them. I love sharing about my dad. 
He truly was like no other. I'll smell snowmobiles in the middle of summer. My dad raced snowmobiles and I always associate that smell with my dad. We are from Maine, so that's a big thing here. He visits me in my dreams, even though most of my dreams, I'm mad at him for leaving me. I'm still learning how to be okay with it. It's a work in progress. We have a blue jay that hangs around our house and we always say blue jays are a sign from him, as well as if we see a Grondin's Grondin's truck, which is the construction company. They show up right when I need them. And most of the time I go, I know that was you, dad. Never mind all the times my mom has gone to a medium and they are spot on every single time. Call Susan. I need to know what (laughs) Susan Susan. says to you. I have chills when we just said that. My mom has some pretty intense stories too, as well as my dad's friends. Maybe I'll send those in someday too. He lets us all know that he's still around. He has kept his promise. Thank you for taking the time to read this, ladies. I truly appreciate you and your time. Much love, Tyla. 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 I've been fighting over here so hard. This is a good day. Oh my God. Like what is sweet. I mean, for him to not even be able to be in this physical realm with us, like truly have not be able to be here. He does everything he can to be here for you and like and to make himself known that he so that, you know, he's here. And your dad, like he's like, I left you physically, but I will never leave you like I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. And he just is such a strong and kind spirit. Like I'm I'm so happy that you have someone who is so powerful within. And honestly, you said that maybe it was because of his belief in the afterlife that that's where all of his power and ability to use conjure this energy to I hate the word conjure use this energy to give you signs and talk with you I really think that yes it probably has something to do with that but more so like love is an emotion that goes beyond just this physical realm and when you love someone that much and you and especially your kids and your wife like you fight for them even in the afterlife so it might have been like a big learning curve for him, but he was like, I don't care. Where's the pamphlet? I'll put it together in five minutes. Yeah, I'll figure exactly. it out. You know, like give me the how to guide. <laughs> give and me I'm there. how to communicate with Earth for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would need. Yeah. I'd be like, do you mind? Do you have a book for dummies? <laughs> do you I think that. I have that? Because I would love to see it so I could get this done faster. Is Susan still around down there? <laughs> Just can you put me in her direction? Can you contact Angel Wings and Healing Things? The number Susan? is. <laughs> <laughs> we got 702, <laughs> whatever it is. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, Tyla. Well, if you ever got to the point that you wanted to talk with Susan, I would love to hear what me too. she can read. And, I, and the reason why your readings are so spot on with mediums is because your dad's just Probably right there. Yeah, just knocking. Yeah, he's like, yep, that's that's it. That's what it is. Wow, thank you so much for writing this in. And I thank also you, appreciate you for what you said for yourself, giving yourself the grace of I'm still learning how to be okay with it. Even it doesn't matter like how old we get. Like that's something that yeah, everyone has to deal with in different ways. And I'm I'm thankful that you gave yourself that grace and mentioned it because I feel like other people need to hear that. It's yeah. always a work in progress. All right. Well, thank you so much, Tyla. Thank you, Tyla. All righty. The next one we have is from Brianna using she, her pronouns. The title is heartwarming, creepy account, an important case I hope to see covered. Hi, ladies. My name is Bree. I just turned 21 and I thought you'd appreciate that my first legally purchased item was, in fact, 
19 Crimes Wine. Yes. Yum. Yum. Anyway, let me gush for a sec. Y'all are my girls. I found you on TikTok about eight months ago and have listened to you guys all day long at work every day since and I am now caught up and I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> my fiance started listening with me and got hooked instantly and always asked, did the girls drop another episode yet? The girls. I ah! love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you bitches are our besties in our heads and in real life. Yes. Anyway, I want to say thank you for shedding a light on the victims in all your cases that you cover and making sure you always provide a little love and light to them along the way. Mm -hmm. Oh. Thank you. I cannot wait to hear more from you. You girls are all that is light and good in the world. Never change. Oh, never change. You're so sweet. You're Love so you. cute. Love you. Thanks, Bree. I have two creepy accounts, and the first is pretty long, so you can skip if you'd like. No, thank you. No, We're Fran. I promise it's no worries, but if you read it outside of the pod, let me know your thoughts. <laughs> We're reading it on the pod, bestie. <laughs> My first creepy account started when I was eight years old. For some background, that will be important to the story. My childhood home was laid out to where my bedroom was across the hall from my parents' room. And if both doors were open, you could see directly into the other. I lived with my mom, my dad, and my half-sister, who was related to me from my mother's previous marriage. My sister and I did not share a room together because she was 10 years older than me, and she obviously needed her own space, lol. <laughs> anyway, now for the story. I was laying in bed at eight years old watching TV and getting ready to sleep. My bed was across from my doorway, so if I looked out, I saw my parents' bedroom door across the hall, which was almost always closed. One night I woke up and I rolled over to look out into the hall at my parents' room and I saw what I thought was my dad walk down the hallway to go to the bathroom, but his door was closed, so I was a little confused. I let it go because my eight-year-old brain was groggy and needed sleep, but I had an odd feeling in my stomach and something just seemed a little off. Come the next night, I woke up again, rolled over, looked into the hallway, and I saw my dad again walking down the hall. But this time, I could tell that the guy that looked like my father was skinnier and had longer hair. A bit scared, I went to my bedroom door, shut it, and tried falling back asleep. The next morning, I had asked my sister if her boyfriend spent the night, and she said no. I chalked it up to being some weird dream, and I just went on with my life. Again, I was eight years old, and I didn't care to deal with ghosts and shit. Right. But that night, I woke up again, and instead of looking out to the hall and seeing a man or my father or a ghost... I looked to my chair in the corner of my room and I saw the man sitting there from the hall. Oh, God. I remember not being scared. You'd think a strange man in my room would send shivers down my spine. But for some reason, it was like a wave of calm had rushed over me. I asked him who he was and he says, tell your mom I am so proud of T. T is my sister. I don't want to say her name and all that she has accomplished. I say, OK, but who are you? And he says, that's not important. She'll know. Tell her I am also looking out for you as well. I rolled over and thought it was all a dream. Whoa. I had sleep paralysis and vivid dreams my whole life, and it was often hard for me to determine what was real or fake, so I was not sure. I honestly thought nothing of it the next morning and thought that if I told my mom, she would think I am crazy. So for a few days, I didn't tell anyone. However, after about a week, my mom was going through old photo albums to put together a picture board for my sister's graduation party. As she's going through the photos, I see him, the man who visited me. I looked to my mom, pointed at the picture, and I said, he came to visit the other night and told me to tell you that he's proud of T and that he looks out for all of us. Oh, God. Her face goes white. Her mouth drops and she starts tearing up. 
I asked her who he was and why she was so sad. And she tells me that he was my sister's father who passed away when she was my age. He passed away in the room that was now my bedroom. She had said that she smelt his cologne a few nights ago and thought she was crazy. And she hugged me tighter than anyone ever has. That was my first interaction with the spirit. I'm not sure if he came in my dream or if he was in our realm. But either way, it was a moment that changed my mom's life forever, I'm sure. The crazy thing is, I only remember bits and pieces, but my mom filled in the gaps for me as I got older and we talked more because she said it is a moment that is engraved in her brain forever. I honestly don't know if she told my sister. She had me promise that I wouldn't and that it would come from her. Wow. Holy shit. That is wild. And the fact that she was like, I smelt him. Yeah. I smelt his cologne. And like, a scent, like a a smell, so powerful is so powerful for like the. I mean, I have chills all over me. Yeah, like and he was like, "I'm here. I left a message for you." It's like It'll when people to used you to put one perfume. Day when you need it. Yeah, like she'll give it to you, and then you just were like, "I thought I was kind of crazy," and then you see a picture of him, and you're like, "By the way, he came in my room the other night." Oh, that's my friend. That's on my chair. <laughs> right, he was hanging out with me. That is that a beautiful. Is, wow, story. what a beautiful gift. Yeah. Wow. Sorry to interrupt again, but at this point in time, you guys have heard loud and proud our praise and our love for pros. P-R-O-S-E, pros. And they're truly custom made to order hair care. We love pros. We're obsessed. I mean, you've heard us talk about them for what, over a year now? And switching to this custom routine from pros was one of the best things I have ever done for my hair. Who has been through a lot, my girly. She's, you know, she's a little stressed. <laughs> she's and got a little stress on her plate. She's a little stressed, baby. And the results that I have seen over the last year and a half that we've been with pros, it just keeps getting better. It's shinier. It's smoother. Yeah. And, you know, it can handle the harsh water that we have in our area. Thank goodness. Thank not God. a lot can. <laughs> right. And did I mention that it like smells amazing? Amazing. And you get to pick your scent. I just sometimes walk into my shower, open it up, get a just whiff. a little whiff. Just a little whiffy poo. And then go back into relax. Yes. Pros knows that there is more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how Taylor and I both got started. Oh, and yes. they ask everything. Everything. Your diet, your workout, your zip code, your what your water's like. How much you color or chop or dye your hair. And by analyzing over 85 personal factors, pros can handpick clean and sustainably sourced ingredients that will get you closer to your hair goals with every single wash. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. And if you're not 100% positive that pros is the best hair care that you've had, they will take back the products, no questions asked. The custom made-to-order hair care from pros has your name all over it. Literally. So take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash creeps and crimes. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash creeps and crimes for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Thanks, pros. We love you. Love ya. Creepy count two. This one is shorter. Trigger warning mention of sexual assault and suicide. Thank you for the trigger warning. This one takes place when I was 15 on December 1st, 2018. 
I was at a very low place in life. I was essayed in August of that year. My grandfather, who practically raised me, had passed away days later. My dog that I got as a toddler had passed the following month. And that October, my grandmother was diagnosed with cancer and I was in a very toxic living situation with my father and I had no friends to turn to. Oh my God. I had sat in my bedroom crying and starving the whole day. The only break I took from crying was to write letters to my family. I knew my father had just had a back surgery and had strong painkillers in his cabinet. I went to the bathroom, locked the door, and had the bottles emptied out into my hands. I sat there with blurry vision from crying, shaking from not eating, and ready to move on. I started with four, leaned back, waited a couple minutes, and went in for more. As I went to put more into my mouth, I did not see anything, but I felt what seemed like a hand on my back. I heard my grandfather, his sweet Southern accent, a voice so soft and lovable that I knew so well. He told me to stop. He didn't want to see his Brianna banana that way and that it wasn't my time. He told me to throw up. I didn't want to. I tried so hard to keep going, but I couldn't. I had the worst feeling in my stomach, and it was almost like I had someone hitting me as hard as they could in the gut to throw up. And I did. I passed out and I woke up to my family crying over top of me. I won't get too much into the after and the recovery. However, I will tell you that I'm so glad I didn't do it. We are too. I never pictured a life for myself when I was that age, so I didn't plan for college or my future. So the road to finding me and accepting that I have a lot of life has been difficult. I am now 21, engaged to the love of my life and put my mental health first. I am with a man who counts even my Excedrin when I have a migraine and always makes sure I am okay. I fight very hard to bring awareness to suicide and mental health, but I wouldn't be able to without my sweet grandfather, who I truly believe is my guardian angel. Anyways, I love you besties. I hope that wasn't too long. I've included some pictures in a case that I hope you guys cover in the future. The case is out of Strongsville, Ohio. Mackenzie Shrilla intentionally murdered two young men last summer one of which was her boyfriend, who was a good friend to my best friend. She was found guilty of all charges last week and will be getting sentenced on Tuesday. Have you seen that case? I haven't. It is disgusting. We'll get into it at a later date, but I, I do want to talk with you, Brie. Wow. I Thank you so much for sharing that yeah, wow. on here. And I I am so, so glad, glad you're here with us You're today. here and that we got to read this and you're engaged to the love of your life, who calls us the girls we love him we love we're him we're, we're obsessed, obsessed with him. okay we're obsessed with him and i love that he takes care of you and that you see how much life you have and like i feel like there's a lot of people that experience a point where it's like i can't see anything further than this for myself right and that's like a daunting and scary moment mm -hmm. and it's hard to like get past and i'm so glad that once you finally were able to get through it you can see what else is here and I, I thank you for sharing that story for someone someone else that needs to hear it too that's even listening today. Thank you, Bree. Thank you so much, Bree. And your we love you. your grandfather. He's so sweet. We love him too. Yeah. He's for so keeping sweet. our girl here with us. Yes. Thank you so much, Bree. The next one we have is from Valerie using she her pronouns and the title is Crimey, Saved by My One Night Stand. Oh Wow. Hi, girls. My name is Valerie. Pronoun she, her. I am your French Canadian neighbor. Hello. Oh, my God. Hello. Sorry for the British accent. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. 
Hello, Valerie. Hopefully, um, this won't be too hard to read as my first language is in English. I've been listening to you girls for months and I love, 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 love what you do. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a big creepy fan, but today I will start with a crimey story. I wasn't going to share this, but if my story can help somebody, then it would be worth it. In my early 20s, I was a big party girl. Love to go out, have fun, meet people, and flirt with strangers. I was living my best life. I love to go out with my girlfriends, choose the most attractive guy in the bar, and then shoot my shot. Okay, okay. Valerie. <laughs> I was very comfortable with my active sex life and honestly felt good about myself. Well, this all changed on a dime. It was a Friday night and I was out with my roommate at our favorite bar. I was feeling pretty and confident and we were having a few drinks, dancing, the all shebang. Then I see this man. Wow. A real challenge. Okay, Fran. Okay. So being my confident self, I approach him and we were really hitting it off. Mind you, he was a beautiful specimen of a man. He was nice and funny. So I agreed to continue our soiree Ooh. at his friend's house. He was from out of town, so we couldn't go to his place. And we didn't like to bring boys over to our place. So I agreed to meet him at his friend's house. I drive my roommate back home and I go meet this Greek god at his friend's house. <laughs> I love how you're painting him. I just, I, I have such a vision here. Me too. When I got there, there were three men. My dude, the friend who owns the house, and another guy. We were having a beer and talking, but the vibe is kind of weird. I thought maybe they were going to do drugs or something. I don't do drugs, so I'm not good at recognizing it. My guy felt it too. So we excused ourselves and we went to the guest bedroom where he was staying. I thought, whatever, my guy is awesome and we are still vibing. We kissed and then we did what two consensual adults do when they like each other. But after a few minutes, I'm going to give you guys a trigger warning. I don't know what's coming up, but just in case. But after a few minutes, the bedroom door violently opens. The two other guys barge in the room and they have a dark look in their eyes. They were looking at me. My heart started racing. I grabbed the blanket to hide my body. My guy tried to cover me as much as he could. He was screaming at his friends. What the fuck, man? Get out of here. But they wouldn't leave. He got up and physically removed them. We were shocked. He came back to me and was apologizing about his friends and asked me if I was okay. But then, bam, the door opened again. And their eyes looked even darker than the first time. They positioned themselves at the end of the bed. They were looking at each other like, are we doing this? I knew that if my guy gave them the okay, they would have all, trigger warning, raped me. I have never been that scared in my entire life. I thought, this is it. I just hope I don't die. I had never seen somebody with that look before. A dark, soulless, violent look. But by chance, my guy was a good one. He got up and he threw them out, screaming at them. I firmly believe that he saved me from what could have been the worst night of my life. He apologized thousands of times and protected me for the rest of the night. I was too scared to get out of the room. I escaped a few hours later when the sun came up. I was never the same. I have never had a one-night stand ever again. I started to feel shameful, gross, and I could not be intimate for years after this incident. I never spoke to any of these people again, even my guy. I think the few weeks after are blurry. It took me months to have the courage of talking about it and years to realize that I did not do anything wrong. I started healing this trauma when I met my fiance. He was patient and understanding. I am pretty much back to normal and I'm getting married on September 2nd this year. Oh, 
Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Congratulations! You just got married! Oh my god! The moral of this story for me is: if this happened to you, or worse, it is not your fault. If you are a man, you can make a difference. Absolutely. If you have a boy, you can make a difference by educating them and giving them strong values on how to treat women. They might save someone's life one day. Be rude, but be safe. Thank you for everything that you do for women all over. You girls are so awesome. I might send you a few creepy stories next time. Valerie. Valerie, Valerie. thank you for sharing that story. Every point that you made at the end there is absolutely on fucking par. Yes. Men can make a difference. And I feel like, I don't know. I I think men do know that. But at the same time, I feel like it's a, to some men, it's like like a a weakness. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand either. But thank you so much for writing this in. The transparency in this was incredible. And I really do believe that your story will help someone else listening to this. Absolutely. Thank you so much for trusting your story with us. And I'm so thankful that you are are getting married. You got married. I can't even believe that. And Congratulations. That you're just thriving right now. And it's okay that odds? you weren't it's September okay. September 6th today, four days ago. Oh my God, you got married. Got married. Our, our bestie girl, Valerie, just got married. Thank you so much, Valerie. We love you. The next one we have is from Jocelyn using pronouns she, her. Hey, girlies. I am absolutely obsessed with your podcast. So I have two creepy stories for you guys. One being a sleep paralysis nightmare and one being a ghostly story. So at the time I had just had my son. He was about two months old. We were taking a nap with him sleeping between us. Let me just say it could have been the lack of sleep or the fact I watched La Llorona while I was prego. But while sleeping, my mind is suddenly awake and I can feel this thing pretty much spooning me. Oh, God. The feeling I got from it was really awful. It makes me want to cry thinking about it. But I just heard my son crying and crying. So I look over at my baby daddy and he's just holding my hand saying, don't look, don't look. Shut the fuck up. I wanted to turn around so bad and see what was behind me. But he just kept saying, don't look. And I keep hearing my son crying, like screaming, crying. Oh, my God. The way this thing made me feel was so awful, like so much sadness and heaviness. I could literally feel it in my ear breathing. I never turned to look. But when I did wake up, my son was sound asleep. Still gives me full body chills thinking about that. I regret not looking to see what the fuck was spooning me. But also, I'm glad I didn't because fuck that. Fuck that that Fuck is crazy that. let me tell i'm sorry to interrupt you between Movies your two stories portals. no they're such portals but the fact that if if i'm looking at logan and i'm feeling something and he's holding my hand telling me don't look i would freak out i'm gonna say are you looking because yeah. you don't look. <laughs> you tell me you, what's behind you're me. telling me not to look you don't look fucker <laughs> don't fucking look stop stop fucking looking at it or describe it to me one of the two because <laughs> I, I really want to look i would have <laughs> like Bro, I'm about to look. <laughs> Your choice, bitch. Dude, that would have been the most frustrating part. Like, oh, my God. And then your son scream crying in the background. So then Just your like mama chaos. instincts. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So I wonder where I do want to know where he was telling you not to look. Like behind you or where where your son was or above you or. I'm going to say behind you because it's spooning. Was spooning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was spooning her. Okay, so next little spooky story. When me and my siblings were younger, we used to live in this pretty nice house with a huge backyard and deep woods behind it. So we're having a little movie and pop.
popcorn night in our living room and behind us is the dining room kitchen. Okay, fun. I look over at my sister just staring at the kitchen and I instantly feel sick. Like my heart has fallen out of my ass already. And she says, what's that? Nope. And points at who the fuck knows. And I asked, what are you talking about, girl? Just watch the movie. <laughs> Literally. I didn't even turn to look because I already knew something was up, especially by the way that I was feeling. But she was still staring at the kitchen and I was trying to ignore her. And then the garage door to our right just cracks open slightly. No. I'm instantly over the movie and everything straight up scared, shitting my pants. Yep. Meanwhile, our parents are outside doing their thing, smoking. Doing their thing. So I go to get up and the cabinet in the kitchen opens. So I said, fuck this Fuck and that. just go outside, leaving my sisters behind. <laughs> no, you left your sisters. Okay, that's all. Hope you enjoyed. Love you. Bye. A few more scary stories about that house too. I feel like something was definitely in there. Jocelyn can confirm. Call Susan. Jocelyn, I got a common denominator for you here, sister. Movies. <laughs> Movies? Stay the fuck away from them. And my favorite part is that you didn't turn to look. The, the With your sister, you didn't turn to look when your husband's saying, or when your baby daddy's saying, don't look. No, she said, I'm running the other fuck away. Yeah, she said, that's me. I'm going outside. That's, that's actually Morgan. me. Morgan's flight. Right. Like literally the one video of Taylor staring behind me. I don't look. I don't look not once behind <laughs> me. I jump up and I run the other way. Don't fucking look behind me. And don't I'm, tell me something's around me. I'm fighting my face thinking that you're telling me there's a spider on me. I'm <laughs> fight your flight. <laughs> Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> Thank you, Jocelyn. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. The next one we have is from Kada using she, her pronouns. Hey girlies, my name is Kada. You can use my name. And I am literally obsessed with your podcast. You are the only podcast that I listen to. And I also love the fact that y'all are Tennessee girls like me. Oh my God. Hey friend. Hi. I actually went to college for a semester in Maryville. And <laughs> don't, guys, it's spelled Maryville. Maryville. Marvel. 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 And sometimes spend my free time exploring Knoxville. Which is also pronounced Knoxville. <laughs> Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> my well, favorite place to go is insomnia cookies i haven't had it in so long me and logan had it the other night it was so good so if you haven't tried them already do it like now we lived on them in college. we they were honestly probably in our dna yeah. in college our faves also we lived like right behind them so they would deliver in like 0.5 seconds it was amazing it was iconic okay so i have a few stories for you that are somewhat connected since I was little, I have always felt that I have been slightly intuitive. This being that sometimes I get a feeling that something bad is going to happen or is about to happen. And I've seen a few things, but me seeing ghosts is for another day. Okay, hopefully like tomorrow. <laughs> for real. So one day when I was a little girl, I randomly had a bad feeling just out of nowhere. I thought it was strange and I told my family about it, but no one really cared. I just, you know, felt funny. Well, the next day at about noon, there was police and an ambulance across the street at my neighbor's house. Apparently, when my neighbor came home from church, she found her husband dead. Oh my gosh. Now, I thought that this was just a coincidence, that I had some bad feeling, something bad was going to happen the day before, but I didn't think much of it. That is until it happened again. 
The next time it happened, I was sick and my mom and I were on our way back home from God knows where and the sky was just so eerie. Like it was something I had never really seen before and I got that same bad feeling again. Again, didn't think much of it, but I told my mom and we kind of wrote it off on the sky looking really weird. The next morning, my mom wakes me up saying that my cousin had passed away in her sleep and that her and my granny, who I called mother, were going to support my great aunt and try to sort things out. I wanted to go with them, but my mom didn't want me to see that. And plus, I was sick, so I needed my rest. But that's when little old me thought I had psychic powers or something. Fast forward to my junior year of high school and I had bought my first car. I had worked all summer and saved up enough money for a good down payment on a car. It was the first day of school in my brand new to me car and I was so excited. I went to go pick up my best friend and drove to school. The whole drive there, my seatbelt kept locking. I would get it unlocked and then a few minutes later, it would lock again. And it was just my seatbelt that was doing this. It had never done that before. Granted, I only had this car for like nine days. I didn't think much of it other than it was annoying. But otherwise, I had a good drive to school. Now, I hadn't had my bad feeling in a while, but I slowly started getting it again throughout the day. After I got out of school, I noticed that it had rained while I was in school, but it had stopped by the time that I left. I left school and I went to go to work on my class's homecoming float for a few hours before I had to go to work. Still, my seatbelt kept locking. So after a couple of hours, I left for work. And as y'all probably know, Tennessee is full of curvy roads. Sure is. And that's just the road that I took to work. Now, I go kind of fast, but I slow down a lot going around curves. So I was going around a curve when I hydroplaned. I hit a guardrail that was by a cliff on the opposite side of the road and then bounced back on the other side of the road and landed in the embankment. And then the car just stopped. Now, with the force and the rate that my car was going, I should have flipped, but the car just stopped. My car was stuck tilted beside the road and I couldn't even get out because the car door was caught on the road so I couldn't push it open. My brand new car was totaled but I walked away without a scratch. Now before all of this happened my seatbelt felt as though someone had pulled it tight and locked it again. Because someone did. Someone did. I had this feeling about my father figure that had passed when I was in kindergarten protecting me in this accident, but I could never really be sure until my mom and I had a mediumship session a few months ago and my father figure had come through. That's when the medium told me that my father figure said that he did, in fact, protect me in that accident. So in conclusion, I'm not really sure if I'm intuitive or just a normal human with some strange coincidences, but those are my stories. Maybe one day I'll tell y'all about my ghost stories. Thank you for listening. P.S. I think that I should be ungrounded now since I was a part of the listeners not following y'all on Instagram, but now I follow all three accounts. (laughs) P.S. I'll attach photos of my car accident. All right. We'll unground you. Kata, you're ungrounded officially, but that's fucking funny. (laughs) I can't believe that. Okay, here's a PSA. Everyone that doesn't fucking follow us you're, you're grounded so fucking grounded Actually, i mean you're in timeout in the corner of the room you're, when i say grounded i mean no phone no door no tv no computers nothing not even a fucking comic you go book. to work or you go to school and you get your ass home and you get to fucking bed that's exactly the rules that's the rules that's the rules kata i think okay this is crazy because everything with these like bad feelings and like just the knowing before you know that's you that was how i started That is how like I growing up, I mean, from the time I was you guys heard the story a million times about being in the car and I tell my I like woke up in the middle of me sleeping in the passenger seat, tell my mom to stop the car and then we almost got hit like that was 
the first thing that happened and it just continued happening and happening and happening. Finally, one day I started listening to it more and more and more and more. Every time I would listen and like validate it out loud or be like, okay, I hear it. Tell me more. What's going on? What do I need to do? It would show, it start showing me things. So I would see one time I saw blue lights in my head and so on and so forth. Like just I'd smell things. I would hear stay in the light, like stuff like that. And that's how I got into it. So I think you're much more than intuitive. I think you have gifts that you can unpack and practice and grow. You're at the beginning. Yeah, here you go, friend. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kata, for writing that. I'm so glad you're okay in that accident. 100% he was watching over you. Absolutely. And I can't wait to hear some more of your stories. Yeah, let's talk about the seatbelt locking, though, because every time that does that in my car, I'm like, you fucking bitch. No, I get so mad. I'm like, I would I'm rather, like, I'm just going to take it off. And no, like, literally. Take it off and then I put it back on. And it's and, bing, 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 yeah, bing. And then you're like, fine, I'll put it back on. And then it's just like getting tighter. And it's it's just when it cuts my neck. That's when I lose my shit. So annoying. So crazy. Thank you, Kata. Okay. The next one we have is from Jennifer. Hello, girlies. My name is Jennifer and I was introduced to you through my cousin, Caitlin. We are from the Pittsburgh area. Whoop, whoop. P.A. Yinzer. And love listening to podcasts while sitting next to the pool. Oh, yeah. I wanted to share an experience that my daughter and I experienced. I am a teacher and I get up early to get ready for my day. On this morning, my daughter woke up around 445 and told me that she couldn't sleep. It needs to be said that my daughter would never wake up until I literally drag her out of bed. (laughs) I brushed her off and I told her to go and sleep in mommy's room. She came back a few minutes later and told me that there was a man on fire in the doorway and that she couldn't sleep. Yeah, baby, me I told either. her logically that there was no man in the doorway and to lay down or she would be tired at school. After a few more minutes passed, she came back to the bathroom insisting that there was a man in the doorway surrounded by fire. At this point, I was annoyed and a tiny bit freaked out. Yeah. We continued our morning routine and headed to school, awaiting a very long evening with what would be my extremely tired first grader. As I was walking into the school building, my cell phone started ringing and I saw that my cousin was calling me. A call at 6.15 in the morning is never a good call. No. She proceeded to tell me, trigger warning, that my grandfather has passed away in a house fire in the early morning hours that day. Oh, Needless to say, I was more than spooked and often wonder why he appeared to my daughter that way. I hope you enjoyed this. I have many more stories involving my daughter and her imaginary friends and uncanny ways of knowing things that a young child normally wouldn't. Love yins. Ah, she said it. She said it. Keep it creepy. Jennifer. Jennifer? Whoa, I wasn't fucking expecting that turn. No, me neither. I just think, oh, cute story. Your daughter's all in the fire. No. No. One, I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah, I'm so sorry for you. And what a traumatic loss that that must have been. But oh my God, you're right. Like, why did he show himself that way? Just to answer that question, I think that he probably was so confused and just wanted to come and say goodbye or like let you know or let, let her know or just see and like give that and but I think so too. he couldn't didn't know how to work the energy to make it not what he was in his physical being at that point right. in time which is really sad but sweet that he was like I need to go say bye yeah but 
I mean, that's terrifying. I hope your daughter's okay. One day you'll have to tell her this. Yeah, you're... Oh, my God. Whoa, that is fucking crazy. That is nuts. I need more stories from your daughter. Yeah, me Immediately. Because I know she's seen more than oh, she's told yeah, you. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you so much, Jennifer. The next one we have is from Lindsay. It says, you can use my name and my pronouns are she, her. Thank you, Lindsay. Hey, guys, I love your podcast so much. So my story begins with me watching Annabelle. Oh, oh fucking fuck shit. shit. I was in my old house and decided to watch a scary movie as one does and during the movie I felt like something was watching me. I ignored it and I finished the movie. That night I went to bed and a dark figure appeared at the end of my bed. I started praying and it went away. Thank God. A year or so later in that same house I decided to watch another demonic movie mm-hmm. and again felt like Thanks. someone was watching Brandy. Okay. Fast forward to that night I was laying in bed and I looked above me and there was a dark figure on my ceiling. I started to pray and it comes down and it puts its hands over my mouth. Oh my God. And it says, let me do it. Do it. He can't help you now. That was probably so traumatic for you, Lindsay. I'm so sorry. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will will be be done done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. God, we didn't say (laughs) that. It was this demonic being that said it. Okay. Oh my God. (laughs) Next thing I know, my husband bursts into the bedroom because I was screaming and he says that it was all a nightmare. <laughs> I love how I'm reading. Like, it was all a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but I'm telling you that it felt so real. I no longer watch demonic movies because of this. Thank God. I just started listening and I figured it was time to send in my creepy account. Keep up the good work. You're amazing. Lindsay, thank you so much. Lindsay, I hate this. Lindsay, but what the fuck, friend? Oh, my. I don't think you were dreaming. N- no. No. No, that is so much like your dream. Yeah, I dude. know. Just don't fucking talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, brother. Oh. Dude, that he can't help you now. Oh, my God. No. I can't. I'm not okay. I'm so sorry. I can't even speak on your story. No. I don't like that. No. I'm... You need to call Susan. If anybody if Ever. anybody on this planet needs to call needs Susan. Needs to call Susan. It is you. It is you, Lindsay. Holy shit. Okay. The next one we have, the last one we have is from Annie. Thank you, Lindsay. Sorry. Back so, sorry, Thank Lindsay. you, Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. Sti- I'm, and I'm sorry to also traumatize you with my demon voice. <laughs> I, it just felt right at the time, but now I'm second guessing that it felt right. It Lindsay, didn't feel right. I just... Thank you. Thank you. But like, go... <laughs> you immediately... I'm actually calling Susan for, for you. you. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next one we have is from Annie. Hello, my name is Annie. I've listened for a long time and love you. But Aww. I'm really awkward, so I'm just going to explain my story. Okay, Aww, friend. Annie. I, I love you, Annie. <laughs> I fucking love you, Annie. I would love your opinions as I'm still unsure if I'm being dramatic or maybe just dumb. Well, you're not being dumb. You're not being dumb. Dramatic, we're, we love being dramatic. Dramatic, that's my middle name. <laughs> you know? This was a few years ago when I was in high school. I started dating my now boyfriend that year and he is my first boyfriend. So back then I was a little nervous with him meeting my family and whatnot. We would typically have our dates at our local parks just to be alone and I guess sneaky. One night after a school event, we wanted to go hang out and watch a movie in the park. Mind you, it was like 10 and the park closes at 9. But we typically go later in the night and no one has stopped us. We never got in trouble for it, basically. And I don't even know they they closed that early until somebody told me after this event. Okay. That night to me, it was just a regular night as we headed into the park. As soon as we drove through the entrance, the first thing I noticed was how strangely dark it was. 
I understand that it was 10 o'clock at night, but it was dark and not just a visual way. The darkness kind of surrounded me and brought a feeling of unease with it. I have terrible anxiety and immediately I hit the lock button about 20 times just to make sure that nothing could get in. Me, dude, I do that in the broad daylight. I do that every morning I get in my car. Me too. The second thing I noticed was that there is no cars anywhere. It was completely vacant. No one anywhere. The fact that it was completely empty brought a sense of calmness to me as I didn't have to worry about people. Right. We made our way into the parking lot and parked under a huge street light. It was the only light around and I felt the safest under it. Like I said prior, this was our usual type of date. So we got right into our routine, deciding on a movie to watch and going into the back seat. Yeah. I promise you we were just wa- going to watch the movie. I know it sounds a little sketch, but the only thing we were doing was movie watching. Okay, Annie. We decided on the first Ouija movie. We love scary movies and we both... I'm done with the movie. That, that today. is the title of today's episode. It's a fucking scary movie. Yeah, this scary movie bo- creepy account. We decided on the first Ouija movie. We love scary movies and we both watched it before so we knew what to expect. Right. But I was scared. I didn't want to watch a movie because I still had that unease building in my stomach. Despite being under the streetlight and being alone. Despite this fear, we turned it on and I just started to lay in the back seat. I was laying so my head was against the back driver's door and my feet were towards the passenger door with my boyfriend behind me cuddling me. And we watch the movie. The first couple of scenes go by like normal until about 15 minutes when I hear this tap. No. I thought it was coming from the movie and so did my boyfriend. So we didn't pay much mind to it until the tapping turned into knocking. Oh, my God. And I looked up and I see this black figure resembling a man with a dark hood banging on the front driver's side door. This banging was really aggressive. And I realized that he's trying to open the door, (gasps) like grabbing onto the handles, but it was locked. Thank God. We jumped up and I scooted all the way over to the back passenger door while my boyfriend jumped into the front seat. I had this feeling in my gut that if my boyfriend tried to roll down the window, even a crack, that that man would stick a knife into my boyfriend. It's dark, I know, but I could see it happening. I envisioned the scenario where he would get my boyfriend and then me. I felt nothing but pure evil. Luckily, my boyfriend started the car and drove off. I turned around, looked at the parking lot. I still didn't see a single car. We never went back to the park and just decided to grow up and introduce each other to our families and hang out there instead. (laughs) But we still don't know who was at our door that night. We thought maybe a cop was telling us to get out, but I didn't see a car. And I believe a police officer would have his siren or lights on or at least a flashlight saying something to such as the parks closed, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I also cannot understand why I would feel such a sense of fear and evilness if it was just a cop. Another thing that leads me to believe that this just wasn't a cop or anything was the feeling that I had as soon as I entered the park and how that feeling grew. Yeah. As in my body knew that we were that there was danger around. I just wasn't listening to it. Thank you for listening to my story. And I hope you guys can help me understand better what or who I encountered that night. I have so many questions. Annie, number one, when you turned around and looked back, did you see this man? Right. Because in my head, he's manifested from the scary movie. Yeah. Especially with how the trend of today's creepy accounts are going. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, this could have been someone who was in the park. With ill intentions. Right. Who was evil and who was there to attack and harm and you. And you would have felt you. that same evil if it was a physical being or a spiritual being, a demonic being. Yeah. You would have felt that same level of uneasiness. Thank God y'all it's my inter- biggest fear. No, yeah. When I, I mean, when I was younger hanging out in parks and church parking lots, then, you know. Yeah, when I was younger hanging out at the S Bridge. Yeah, you know, at Checkers parking lot. You know, just those days. 
I wasn't watching no movie. That's for sure. <laughs> I was definitely not watching a movie. I was not definitely watching a movie. Definitely there was no movie playing. <laughs> there was not a single movie playing, but I was on high alert with those doors locked, baby. No, but what the fuck? That's so scary. I'm so glad you guys are okay. Yeah. And, that, and good for your boyfriend to react like that and get yeah. the driver's seat because let me tell you what I would have done. I would have sat there and I would have stared and I probably would have opened the door and ran the other way. I would have done everything that you're not supposed to do. <laughs> And Dude. your boyfriend did it right. So. Dude, I would have to be like, Morgan, where are you going? Where Get you? back in the car. You want to be outside the car with this man? Like, and I'm I'm like, sir, please back away. Let me put it in reverse. Can we restart the scenario? She needs to learn a lesson. We need to teach her a lesson. You need to back up and come up again. All right. Give us about 20 minutes to surprise us. But yeah. no, really, that is fucking terrifying. I wouldn't know how to re how I would have reacted, especially being young like that. Right. Yeah. You know, like there would have been a million. Yeah, things. No, you guys. You guys did great. Thank God he thought like that. Just yeah. to get the fuck out. You know what? Here's here's my rule. Get the fuck out. When in doubt, get, get the, the fuck, fuck out. out. Bring it trademarked. Out. Trademarked. I'm sure it's already. When in doubt, keep calm and carry on. <laughs> Thank you so much, Annie, for writing this in. And I love that this was your first creepy account. Yeah, thank you, And you're you, Annie. so cute. Yeah, you are. You're so cute. I just love you. Annie, thank you so much for writing that in. And thank you to everyone that wrote in today. If we told you to call Susan, call Lindsay, that bitch. We're talking to you. <laughs> Lindsay, call Susan. Jennifer, you're calling her too. Honestly, everyone you're calling, you're calling Susan. Yeah. Every single person here. And Tyla, because I want to know about your father. Yes, yes. All of you. Everyone. Paige, Tyla, Valerie, Bree, Jocelyn, Kada, Jennifer, Lindsay, Annie. We're all calling Susan together. Wow, really grilly pops popped La today. <laughs> last, last episode, it was all grilly pops too. <laughs> I'm like, look at us and our grilly pops. Hello, grilly pops. Boys, where are you at? Yeah, quit hiding. Where's the CNC Seth, men? Seth, I know you got something rolling in that in that head of yours right now. Send us some shit in. Seth, I know you listen on Fridays. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Write it up. Send it in. Let the girls send one in at least. Actually, send us an email. Let us know what you're doing on Thursday. He's that you can't listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I save them till Friday. <laughs> Seth, listen on fucking Thursday. Okay? You hear me? Oh, shit. Oh, that's thank so you guys so much. Yeah, um, thank you guys so much for everyone that wrote in. I hope this is as good as it, you know, I hope this like, you know, keeps your <laughs> jump scare. <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> I forgot we were on camera. <laughs> I've been forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whoa. shit. All right, see you guys next week for see yet you. another. Maybe. Maybe. We might do another creepy count. We might come at you with something else. We it's might. probably going to be creepy count. <laughs> <laughs> Please just listen to it. And just go comment something nice and be like, <laughs> I'm rooting for you. <laughs> just just be like, I'm rooting for you, too. Oh, my God. Uh, we're going to do our fun things for season four next weekend. Right after you're listening to this. Yeah. We, we get to go and we're going to, you know, just be actresses. You guys are ready. <laughs> when y'all see what we've done, you're going to be like, how did we get from a music video to this. <laughs> How did we get to a podcast that d hates video and editing video to this? Because we're like, oh, we get to dress up if you get right. Yay. <laughs> oh, we get to live out one of Taylor's fever pipe dreams. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's go do it. That's, I mean, literally. I think this is like no, the one. I, everyone's got those fever dreams, dude. Yeah. You're about to be in a fever dream. Oh, my God. You know what? I think I'm going to title Creeps and Crimes Season 4 a fucking fever dream. I kind of like that. I love it, too. Are we changing it? No. 
Maybe not. Season, Too much has gone into the concept. Five fever dream. Five fever dream. Write that down. Guys, remind us next year. <laughs> yeah, don't, this time next year, say, remember, we're doing season five fever dream. And look, look at us. We've already manifested season five. Fuck. We're really bumping it today. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. <laughs> go subscribe. Go. Leave us a nice Reddit review. <laughs> Leave Reddit us a post. nice Reddit review. Go follow us on fucking Instagram. Follow us on X. <laughs> don't follow us on X. Don't follow us on Y. I don't even know Z, what the login Follow us on X. <laughs> I don't have. I don't even know what the login is to that. Oh, I'm in. Oh, you got it. Thank God. Yeah, I don't have a. I don't have an X account anymore. It's I Twitter. Have... Will you please stop calling it X? You confused everyone. Everyone's like, like what the fuck is she talking about? Oh, it's on threads. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You have to tell them about your your UFO. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's our UFO. I didn't. She did. At first, at the I time. thought I did. I was convinced for a mere two days. So I was at home. And a pencil- mere. <laughs> I was yearning for a mere two days. <laughs> I was yearning for a good UFO experience this weekend in Pennsylvania. And I did think I did experience one just for a mere few days. (laughs) So anyway, I was in Pennsylvania, obviously. (laughs) And I had just went to Texas Roadhouse with my mom and dad. Oh, my God. You got the good ranch. Uh, No, my fries were shit. Actually, I didn't even touch them because they were literally not even cooked. The potato was like, you know, bad potato. Yeah. Anyway. Damn. So we went to Sex Roadhouse. We got back probably like 845. Well, Ollie's there. And then my mom's two dogs, Bentley and Coda, are there. And they're just fucking wild. They need to let out all the energy that they possibly could. So they're in the backyard playing. It's dark out, right? My parents live on 10 acres. And it's like really fucking flat. And then it's like a giant fucking hillside. And it's just covered in trees. Like there, you can't even see anything other than trees. Tree line. And so the tree line's got a little curvature in it, you know? And so I was getting moving stuff from uh, my mom's car into my car because I, I was packing up to go home Monday morning. And I closed my door and I turned my head. And in the corner of the tree line, I see this big fucking white ball in the sky that's surrounded with like blue. Okay. It's got a little tiny tail, blue surrounding, just zoop right across the fucking tree line. And I was like, screamed out loud. I was like, holy shit, did you guys just see that? Because we're outside playing with the dogs. We're throwing the tennis ball. And my mom's like, what? What? See what? I didn't see anything. What was it? So I'm trying to describe it to her. My dad was in the garage working on his boat, fixing his fishing line. That was not your mom's voice. You have to go do the proper Beth Ann voice. What is it? You always do Beth Ann's voice. I can't do it right now. That's why. <laughs> yeah, you can. I it's can. always like, girls. Like, it's like a, What? <laughs> yeah, what? That's exactly what it is. What? <laughs> Okay, so my dad's in the car or in the garage working on his fishing boat, and he's like, "What you see?" <laughs> there what we you go. See? So he's walking out, you know, all like <laughs> trying to look around, like it's so fucking there. And I'm trying to describe it to him. He's like, "Yeah, probably UFO, Project Blue Beam." Anyway, he's a big ancient aliens guy, so he was like feeding off this, right? He's like, "Yep, Project Blue Beam." <laughs> it's it probably UFO. I'm like, "No, I really think it was a UFO. I don't know what the fuck that was." And so for the next two days, I was convincing myself that I was like, I never told anyone though. I never told she never you. told me. And I like didn't even tell Aaron. And I was like, only my mom and dad knew. And I just had like, I was always in the back of my head. We were picking our what's new stories. I was laying on Taylor's couch and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm all the way down in Apple News and I'm under the astrology section or the astronomy, astronomy section. And I'm fucking scrolling. And it's like the eighth story I come across. 
And it's like giant fireball lights up Pennsylvania skies, the biggest one in years. And I'm like, holy shit. Is that what I saw? So I click on it and it's like Sunday night at 9.20 p.m. A giant meteorite that was so large, it was the size that it can be classified as a fireball Fireball. in the sky. Zoomed across Maryland and Pennsylvania skies, disintegrating in like uh, above Harrisburg or something, which is really fucking far. Right. Right. So I keep reading and it's like they estimated it to be a six inch inch meteor from an asteroid but it was moving what was it like fifty six thousand? no it was like thirty six thousand. that's what it was it was moving thirty six thousand miles per hour that that's why it was so large like when i tell you it looked like the moon zoomed across the tree line on fire that's what it fucking looked like something this big if you're not watching on youtube if i haven't posted it yet on youtube just so you know i'm holding up a tape measure that big that is literally from that's the, the size, the size of, of your hand that's the size so of my It was hand. going so fast. It was on fucking a giant ball of fire. Bursting through the atmosphere. And I saw it with my own eyes. And like of all, that's why I said to her when she told me this. I was like, of all the fucking people on this planet, I'm so thankful that you saw it. I know. I know. I love that for me. <laughs> I and that. I, so I called my mom. So I like immediately sent Taylor. I'm like, we're coming. I jump up and I tell yeah, Taylor. I sent it to Taylor. And I, <laughs> I was with her. She and walked into the I next room. texted to my mom. I'm like, holy shit. I wasn't crazy. I wasn't crazy. And so I called her and she was like, I'm on my way to the gym. What's up? That's nothing. And I'm like, did you just see what the link I sent you? She's like, no. And I was like, well, look at it. It's what I saw on Sunday night. And she was like, oh, yeah, your father saw that on Monday. And or daddy saw that on Monday. And he was like, oh, Gus Morgan isn't crazy. There really was a fireball in the sky. It wasn't a UFO. (laughs) Morgan's not the crazy one. I'm like, so for the last 24 hours, no one wanted to text me and be like, Hey, you're not losing your mind. There really was something falling from the fucking sky. There was a for real fireball. You weren't chicken littling us that night. You really did. You did be chicken littling. I was chicken littling it. Yeah. But it was real. It was real. Which makes me chicken little it because it was real (sighs) in the movie too. Thank God. I mean, of all the people. Okay, guys, just in case that we do another creepy account next week, send in all of the spookiest creepy accounts. If you've been waiting to send yours in, this is your sign. We want. He can't help you now. <laughs> I don't want that. We want those. I, mm, I want those, especially because Taylor will be in her new house. No, actually, it's still being recorded in here because it's still in season three. But you have so to it's sleep. now in your house. But you have to sleep in your new house. That's fine with me. Because with your creepy neighbor, <laughs> shut door. the fuck up. <laughs> Just stop talking to me. In the fucking eighteen hundreds, okay? Shut oh, up. Oh shit. Tuesday right. is coming tomorrow though to clean cleanse the house. Okay, guys. Love you. Thank you. TTYL. Illy. Bye. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.